The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop on 9 937 the ticket in the ticketfm.com Yeah, Wingstop www.wingstop.com. Hit them up, order in, dine out, do what you got to do. All right. Without further ado, Coach Jackson's assessment of the man that is Kane Williams. Besides being from Louisiana, he's 6'2", 215. Had a year in Alabama stable, or two years, really, in the stable. We'll have four years to play. Mm -hmm. He's rangy. Plays a one-high safety. Great ball adjustment skills. Traditional safety. High points to ball. Big-time tackler. Causes turnovers when he tackles. Um, Everybody and their mama wanted him coming out of, of high school. Plays the field well. Big-time hitter, open-field tackler. His speed is underrated. He's an opportunistic player. Uh, and, and let me just tell you something. The kid, if he comes in with the right mindset and continues to do what I saw him do on film, I don't want to say pencil him in as a starter because that might be doing too much, but he's going to make – I'm telling you, he's going to make some booties tight in that room. People aren't going to – they're going to feel a certain type of way when he walks in the door. As long as he's playing at that level. And let me tell you, getting Alabama kids ain't that bad. It's not it's good for business because they know how to do things. They also, and if they, they come also in and they're like, uh huh. They also know people. That's my point. Like, let's be real. You know, they, they know they we're know bu- they know people. We're building something here. We're building. Now yeah. offensive line, we haven't really went in the portal and got any alignment. It must mean that we're good with what we got. Yeah, maybe it must be. Well, I mean, you retrain them and you get them thinking a different mentality, teach them up, train them up, coach them up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. If you coach them up and teach them up, they've got the tools as far as the size. You know what I mean? Now it's all about the heart and it's about knowing what the heck you're doing out there on the football field. What's interesting, so back to Kane Williams, uh, he was on the visit this weekend with his teammate, Stephen Wynn. From Alabama, right? The big one that we need to get in the middle on the defensive line. There, uh, kind of going off of what VJ said, uh, he had out of the out of the transfer portal some of his offers: Kansas, Tulane, Temple, Indiana, and Nebraska. Obviously, so there there were there were teams that wanted him. And you have to remember when you look at the the transfer portal offer lists, it's not to say that you know another powerhouse wasn't interested in him. It's that it, do they need him in that room? Do they need? a guy like Kane Williams who plays his position, the way he plays his position, does he fit? Because um, especially right now, I mean, there's there's rosters that are somewhat set. I mean, like, it's it, Nebraska, I would imagine that Nebraska here in a couple of years does not want to have be at the point where they're at right now to where they're, they're going into the portal and trying to find, like, 
across-the-board playmakers. Like, I, I feel like Nebraska wants to get to a point, and I kind of hope this, this is the case, where on May 16th of 2025 with this staff, after a couple, a couple years of winning nine, ten games, that they're able to go in and just get one guy like a Devin Drew to just plug a hole that they need to. That's what the transfer portal is intended for. But going in and getting 14, 15, or eight now secondary players in one recruiting class – like that's not, we want we want Nebraska to avoid that and get away from that. So you hope that you know in 2025 that they can just go out and just basically plug holes through the transfer portal. And, yeah, and, if, and if if they hit a big one like a Casey Thompson or whatever, then great, so be it. I mean, I, I agree to 100. percent I mean, when you're getting that many players at one position, what's that really saying? Yeah, it's is it saying we lost a lot, or is it saying we didn't recruit? Is it saying guys left? Mm-hmm. What is that really saying? Yeah, you know, so I'm not necessarily. Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, you got to develop the talent that's in the room, and when you start to play with guys that are three, four, fifth year players, it makes it easier mm-hmm. because one, their body types they've developed into the men that they're going to become, and then two, their minds are more developed. They're more understanding what it takes to be a great, to be a champion, to be a leader. But if you cultivate a system of mediocrity in our thinking, Mm -hmm. then that's what we get. So we have to think different. we got to bring guys in that think different, and we've got to build from within. Yeah, so, okay, so I I, I misspoke a couple minutes ago. It was the sixth uh, player addition for the secondary in this class. Others others are Tommy Hill, Omar Brown, Deshaun Singleton, Javier Morton, obviously Kane Williams, and then the two freshmen, Jaden Gould and Malcolm Hartzog. So I same same principle applies. Same same thoughts apply though for for me personally. I mean, if you're if you're if you're a guy like Buford Farmer, any of the secondary that's there, all that's going to do, all it should do, motivate should do is motivate you to go above and beyond the call of duty so you don't lose your position that you have to a guy that's coming in off from a whole completely another team, especially if it's guys that have been there 2 and 3 years. You know how do you know how bad you either got to be playing or disrespectful that feels to have mm-hmm. a guy come in off the street and he's better than you? Not that that can't happen, but believe me, with the guys that we got coming in, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, now, now you look at that safety room. And just to update folks here, let me update my numbers on the, the little spreadsheet thing here. So Nebraska um, adds Kane Williams, obviously, the safety room. Others in there. Gage Stanger, Jaleel Martin, Kobe Bretz, Miles Farmer, Noah Pola Gates, Isaac Gifford, who's kind of been talked about as outside linebacker slash second defensive secondary hybrid kind of guy, um, kind of replaced JoJo Doman, and then Deshaun Singleton. In the uh, cornerback room, it's Jaden Gould, Malcolm Hartzog, Taman Lynam, which is one that people forget about. I like Lynam a lot. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious to see if he just kind of gets lost in the shuffle of things with a couple of the guys that they've brought in. Marquise Buford, like you said, Tommy Hill, Javier Morton, Braxton Clark, Quentin Newsom, Tyreek Johnson, Omar Brown. A lot of bodies. A lot of bodies. A lot of bodies that you can only play for. Okay? You can only play for. I don't don't care how you cut the cheese. You can only play for. Here's this. Here's this for Sean. So they have 18 defensive backs total. Eight safeties. Yes, on scholarship. Eight safeties, 10 cornerbacks. So a lot of bodies. Number one. Now, now you would imagine, like like we said in the first segment, that some of these guys may have already entered the portal, and we just don't know about it yet. 
have intentions of leaving and just haven't announced it yet. Like there, there's probably yeah, it's, too, it's too late for that though, right? For them to, to play, I, unless you're a first time, tra- or excuse me, unless you're a first time transfer, I believe there's a waiver that you can have uh, um, oh, where there's okay, a first wait. time a first time waiver uh, when you're a first time transfer. So, so I mean, like you said, though, you can play four. So four out of eighteen guys. That's all you got. Well, with, with you me, gotta, you got to hope that the, that that there's another eight. There's another four to eight of them that'll be playing special teams and starting yep. at special teams. Yeah. If if you're gonna bring that many guys in, you want to make sure that you get the bang for your buck and yeah. put them out there, put them in situations whether that's kickoff return, punt return, punt, whatever. But use the scholarships that we've been given. You know what I mean? If we're gonna go out and get these guys, they need to be playing. We need to be figuring out how they play and where they play. Here's my thought on this: um, with 18 guys, there there are zero excuses. Not to have four of your best, like four that are that are leap and bound better. In my opinion, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of bodies in there. Like you, you better find four that can compete at the Big Ten level. I, I would agree with that 150 percent, right? 150 percent. So Tommy Hill, you know, you talked about Omar Brown, you talked Jaden Gold, which I, I'm I'm curious to see him. Six yeah. two one ninety, two see, freshman. Now this is like, a guy. This is a guy, though. This is a guy in Jaden Gold mm-hmm. that even if he had a chance, right? Even if he had a chance to play, I'm redshirting him, and I'm saying, "Look, son, you're the future. Yeah, you're the future. Let's get a year to develop. Let's get a year to go get after it, and then next year it's yours to lose, or or not yours to lose, but you can compete for the spot." Yeah, I mean, like like we said, so. They, they don't have a single senior. I mean, all the guys in their defense, all 18 guys would be able to come back in the following year. Wow. None of them are yeah. out of eligibility after this year. The oldest guys are all in the cornerback room, and it's Braxton Clark, Quentin Newsom, Tyreek Johnson, Omar Brown. And they're all coming back again. I, I, unless unless Quentin Newsom has, a, has a, a standout season, like Travis Fisher said during the spring pr- press conference, where he feels like Quentin Newsom has the ability to be a day one NFL guy. So that's Maybe. interesting. So a lot, lot of bodies, a lot, lot of bodies. And I, I just feel like there's no compare, excuse. When you compare Quentin Newsom's last year to uh, CTB. Yeah, well, what, yeah, exactly. He's, how he's, far, well, how, how far behind CTB was he at oh, the same, at the same point? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Quentin Q may have been overshadowed a little bit by not only CTB, but also. Deontay Williams a little bit um, at the safety position. What's interesting about Q now, and, and this was kind of the thought that I had right after the season ended last year, Nebraska needs to find their next Cam Taylor Britt. They need to find, like, they need a guy that wants to be the dude that gets thrown on 19 times against Michigan. Okay, 19 might be exaggerating a little bit, but if you remember that Michigan game, that's where Cam Taylor Britt was the most impressive as he ever was last season to me, and, and personally. Because Cade McNamara kept throwing Cam Taylor Britt's way. They kept challenging him and kept challenging him. And Cam Taylor Britt showed out and and, and proved that he's an NFL-type guy. Like, in, in, in those big moments. Sure. If, if you are Q Newsom, I'm looking at Cam Taylor Britt's stats from last year, and I'm saying, mm-hmm. I've got to – I've got – I can't just match those. Yeah. I've got to exceed – his stats to be in that conversation as a day one guy. Yeah, exactly. 
yeah, not not because we're gonna give it to him, but because he's gonna go out and earn it. And so, uh, I tell you what, man, I appreciate it. We we ain't we're not done yet. It's just the first hour. The ticket, ninety three point seven.